Shalom family, this is Abba's daughter back with another very edifying episode. So today we are going to expound further on the three days of darkness prophecy. Now, I don't remember, I may have done this um, episode before, but we have to do this again to keep this fresh in people's minds, to remind you. I believe I did one um, on this last year, but um, there is a little bit of confusion when it comes to the three days of darkness prophecy, um, they try to say the Catholics came out with this long time ago when things haven't happened and it's false and blah, 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 which brothers and sisters, I'm going to give you a little backstory on how I came about to actually accept that this is a real thing. So my first time hearing about the three days of darkness was um, last year, in the beginning of last year. To be honest with you, I had never heard of it before. Actually, I think I heard of it through the Catholic prophecy, like other people. But like I said, I'm not, I hadn't, I wasn't very religious or anything. So I kind of just dismissed it like whatever, you know. And I'm not a Catholic, I'm not a Catholic either. So that right there just, you know, whatever. <laughs> so I'm over here and I'm hearing about this three days of darkness prophecy. And I'm thinking to myself, at first, I'm not believing it. I'm like, that is far-fetched. Like, I didn't read anything about this. You know, that's what I'm thinking to myself. But the more I'm hearing, the more scripture that's being brought, I'm thinking to myself, wow, there is supposed to be um, some, some punishments happening here, you know, and Maybe there is some truth to this. So what I did, brothers and sisters, is that I meditated. Um, I was fasting a lot last year, which I have to get back on that because, believe it or not, family, it's very important to fast. That's where you get all your spiritual power and revelation from. So I have to get back to doing that more. But I was fasting and stuff a lot, and and I was getting close to the Lord and asking questions. And yes, lo and behold, he was revealing to me through scripture that there is a three days of darkness getting ready to happen okay so the first time that it happened was in egypt okay when the yes the yes yes hold on guys i'm sorry i'm trying to pronounce this right the yashahelites there we go the yashahelites when they first went into captivity if you go into Exodus, read it from the beginning, you will understand that the new Pharaoh came into position of power because um, the old Pharaoh had died. Remember, the old Pharaoh is when is the one that Joseph was, you know, became powerful under. They're really good friends. You know, uh, Joseph brought his family, you know, the, the, the you know, the, um, his father and his 11 brothers, well, 12 brothers, and they all, you know, they dwelled in Egypt, okay? But then the old Pharaoh dies, the new one comes. Now the new one is wicked. And he's scared of the numbers of the Yashahelites, okay? He's scared of those numbers. So he decided to cut down the numbers to put them into bondage, all right? So the story goes that. This is the first really huge um, bondage that the Yashahelites went through. 
And because it was so oppressive at that time, they called out to the Most High. The Most High placed a Savior over them to deliver them from the bondage. Okay, and it was Moses. Remember, the ten plagues that was brought upon Egypt, the three days of darkness was one of them. Now, what was the reason for the three days of darkness? Like I said, it was a part of the plagues, but it was because Pharaoh had the Lord's people in bondage and they were crying out to be delivered. So the Lord, it was time to deliver his people, okay? That's the reason why the 10 plagues happened, including the three days of darkness as a punishment to the Egyptians. I'm gonna go ahead and um, read that so you guys have an idea of what I'm speaking of, okay? So in Exodus chapter 10, Verses 21 through 23, and it reads, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. Think about that, brothers and sisters. Darkness that can be felt. Okay? Once again, never felt darkness. Don't know what that feels like, but apparently it's so thick. It's a, it's a, it's a physical substance, this darkness. Okay? You don't want to get caught in it. Verse 22, and Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. Okay, remember that number three, all right, because three is a very important number. Three days is very important throughout the whole entire Bible. You know, I went through it to see if there was any significance to three days. Brothers and sisters, three is a very important number to the Most High. I mean, you have the Godhead, that's three. Um... There's a lot of stuff that has three as the, I think three is a whole number or a perfect number or something like that. So verse 23 says, they saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days, but all the children of, of Yashahel had light in their dwellings. Okay. So that is the first time that we are actually seeing, um, a thick darkness or a you know a, a complete thick darkness can be felt being used to free the lord's people all right so here we are if you guys have done your studying if you go to genesis chapter 15 verses 13 through 14 okay i'm gonna read this to you because it applies to today so genesis 15 verses 13 through 14 and it reads and he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that your seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them. And they, the ones that are being served, shall afflict them, us, four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And afterwards shall they come out with great substance. So many people keep thinking that this prophecy spoke of um those who were in captivity in Egypt, right? But check this out. Uh, I know it's in here. Okay, here it is. If you go to Exodus chapter 12, verse 40, 
it says now the sojourning of the children of israel who dwelt in egypt was 430 years and it came to pass at the end of the 430 years even the self-same day it came to pass that all the hosts of the lord went out from the land of egypt so how can that prophecy be speaking of when the Yashahelites were in bondage in Egypt, if it clearly says here in Exodus 12, they were there for 430 years. Whereas the prophecy that was spoken to our grandfather Abraham, he said 400 years, okay? That's why a lot of us know for a surety what time we are in. Because brothers and sisters, the 400, and the 400 years has passed. Or maybe the calendar is off with the Gregorian calendar because that's what we're under right now. We're under the Roman Gregorian calendar. So it's possible that the, the time is off because the world is, you know, the devil is evil. So he's going to try to sit here and confuse us. So the Lord knows what the 400 years is. He knows that mark because brothers and sisters, when that 400 years happens exactly, which I'm, I believe it recently happened. He gave us a little bit more time to get our stuff together. Okay. Lord, cover my devices in the blood of Yeshaya. And Yeshaya Hamashiach, I pray. Amen. Sorry, brothers and sisters. I'm getting a little bit of an interference. You know, when you're, when you're giving truth, the devil doesn't like it. But anyways, so the Lord is showing us that we are definitely in that 400-year period. Or it is just now, you know, I'm saying ending because we're going into a transition, a spiritual transition. So there's a three days of darkness that's getting ready to approach us. Okay, the three days of darkness is a time of punishment, brothers and sisters. And I'm going to read to you, um, let's see, Isaiah chapter 60, verse 2. I'm going to read this to you guys. And this is all prophecy. These are things that have not happened yet that is about to happen. You have to understand prophecy and what the word is saying. Otherwise, you're going to be lost. So Isaiah chapter 60 verse 2 says, For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. So Abba is speaking to his people. Those who truly serve him with a, with a repented heart uh, um, and are trying their best to live holy, obedient. They understand the truth. I mean, he's telling us, that there is a thick darkness getting ready to cover the land. A gross darkness, if you will, meaning a total thick darkness is coming. Okay? In that darkness, the Lord has revealed there's going to be some pretty gnarly things. I mean, stuff that is made of nightmares is going to be in that. And I'm going to expound on that at the end of this. I'm going to give you guys more scripture. Um, in Jeremiah chapter 13... This is what the Lord had said to our people back then. See, like I said, our people, so hard-headed, did not want to listen, and things happened because they didn't want to listen. So, Jeremiah chapter 13, verse uh, 16 through 19, this is what he says. He said, 
Give glory to the Lord your God before he caused darkness and before your feet stumble upon the dark mountains. And while you look for light, he turned it into the shadow of death and make it gross darkness. But if you will not hear it, my soul shall weep in secret places for your pride. And mine eyes shall weep sore and run down with tears because the Lord's flock is carried away captive. Say unto the king and to the queen, humble yourselves, sit down, for your principality shall come down, even the crown of your glory. The cities of the south shall be shut up, and none shall open them. Judah shall be carried away captive, all of it. It shall be wholly carried away captive. Okay, so the Lord is speaking to our ancestors, telling them what is getting ready to happen. He said, if you do not hear it and you don't do right, this is what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? They don't give us the 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 step by step, you know, in order, uh, chronological how it's going to happen. But he's telling us it's going to happen. And obviously, Judah got carried away into captivity first. Okay, so here we are. He tells us in verse sixteen that there's a darkness coming, and it's a gross darkness. Once again, gross darkness, a total thick darkness, a disgusting darkness is coming upon this land. Okay, so let's see. Um, mom, mom, we have Joel chapter 2, verses 1 through 2, and this is a very, very important one because this right here is very specific. Now it says, Blow you the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord comes, for it is near at hand. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness. As the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. There have not been ever the like, neither shall be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. Okay. One more, we're going to do Zephaniah. Let's see. Zephaniah chapter 1, verses 14 through 18. Okay? And it reads, The great day of the Lord is near. It is near and haste greatly. Even the voice of the day of the Lord, the mighty man, shall cry there bitterly. That day is a day of wrath, a day of trouble and distress, a day of wasteness and desolation, a day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, a day of the trumpet and alarm against the fenced cities and against the high towers. And I will bring distress upon men that they shall walk like blind men because they have sinned against Ahiah and their blood shall be poured out as dust and their flesh as the dung. Neither their silver nor their gold shall be able to deliver them in the day of the Lord's wrath, but the whole land shall be devoured by the fire of his jealousy for he shall make even a speedy riddance of all of them that dwell in the land all right brothers and sisters there are plenty of scriptures that talk about a darkness a thick darkness a gross darkness and there's plenty that talks about three days so yes the conclusion the logical conclusion is that what's getting ready to come is a three days of thick gross darkness now we're going to talk about what you need to do, okay, what is very important. There are going to be pretty gnarly um, things, um, fallen angels, um, all kind of stuff in this darkness. Matter of fact, let me read something to you guys. It's very important because the Lord had given me this understanding a while ago. Um, let me see if I can find it for you because it just came to me. 
Okay, so the sixth seal is in Revelation chapter 6, verses 12. It says, And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree cast her untimely figs when she is shaken of a mighty wind. Okay? Now, stars of heaven. The Lord is not talking about the balls of gas that's in the universe and blah, blah, blah. No, the Lord is speaking of angels. Not his angels, but the fallen angels. The fallen angels are going to be kicked out of heaven and they're going to come unto the earth. Matter of fact, that is considered to be the third woe of Revelation. Okay, when Satan is cast down to earth. Now, I don't know if he, if that's that time but i know in the three days of darkness there's going to be some fallen angels the demons it's going to be pretty demonic okay there's going to be a lot of stuff happening in this um gross darkness okay for those three days now the lord says that it's going to be at noonday we know the time it's going to be at noonday when the darkness happens so we're going to see this darkness this thick darkness coming down out of the sky now is it going to happen quickly no it's not everybody is going to see this darkness everybody in the whole entire world is going to see this darkness and you're going to have just a small window of time to get yourself to a safe place preferably in your homes um if you end up getting caught in your cars look you need to make sure you have all of your windows covered with a thick bag, trash bag, okay? We're talking about some very thick, um, I would use the construction trash bag. Matter of fact, I got to get some more and put them on my truck just in case. You know, I used those, you know, prior. But anyways, reason for the trash bags and blotting out the windows is because you cannot look into the darkness. You can't look into it, Okay. No man, no human being will be able to survive in that darkness. There's going to be some really bad things that happen, okay? The things that are going to travel in that darkness are demons, fallen angels. I don't know what other creatures, but what they're going to do is if anyone is caught in it and they're not protected by the Most High, what's going to happen is those things are going to rape, kill, ravage. They're going to do some pretty gnarly things. Okay, for three days and three nights, you have to be inside. You and your loved ones have candles. Okay, um, we're not exactly too sure how the light situation is going to work, but it's believed um, that some who are of the most high, who are holy, are going to have some kind of supernatural light lighting up. You know what I'm saying? Wherever they are. So, for instance, let's say me, for instance. Let's say, you know, the Lord has mercy upon me and, you know, he's allowing his Holy Spirit to brighten me. I'm, I'm going to walk around with this bright countenance. Kind of like Moses. If you read in Exodus, when he went to 40 days with the Lord, he came down. This was the second 40 days with the Lord and he fasted. He came down. He was so bright. He had to cover himself with a veil because the children of yah shahel could not you know look upon him it's going to be a supernatural light okay because this thick darkness that's coming you're not even going to be able to see the person in front of you if you're not saved all i can say is you need to be in prayer just be in prayer this thing that's coming is 
is a a form of judgment, uh, a form of punishment upon the wicked. Okay, you're not going to be able to cook anything, so you're going to want to have maybe some non-perishables with you. You know, some some food or you know maybe some chips or crackers or something. You're going to want to have some non-perishables close by. You're going to want to have some cases of water available because you're going to be shut in for three days and three nights. You cannot come out. You have to have everything covered up and you cannot come out for three days and three nights. Okay. Now, the devils are going to do whatever they can to get you to open your door, to get you to look out your window. Now, brothers and sisters, I'm sure we've watched enough horror flicks to know that's not a good idea. <laughs> okay. I know I have. They're going to try to sound like a loved one. You have to remember, no human can be in that darkness and survive or be okay. It's just not going to happen. All right? You're, you're, if you're a good person, everything inside you is going to be like, oh, I need to go help them. No, do not open your door. Keep it closed. Pray, pray, pray. Stay in prayer. Stay with the Lord. Keep your eyes on, the, on our Heavenly Father. The devils are going to do whatever they can to get you out that house, to get you from underneath the Lord's protection. Don't you dare do it. If you choose to leave the Lord's protection, that is on you and you alone. You cannot blame no one for whatever happens to you. Okay, this is not no game. This is not no joke. This is happening. There's plenty of scripture to talk about this happening. The Lord is using his prophets and his prophetesses to warn. If you do not believe this, you'll find out. Okay? I believe it. I trust the Most High, and that is why I'm warning you all. Make sure your windows are covered. Make sure anything that has any kind of access covered all up. Everything needs to be covered up. Make sure your doors are locked. Everything has to be covered up. Everything has to be secured. And you cannot go and do anything for three days and three nights. So, brothers and sisters, I, it was in my spirit, you know, a prophetess today, you know, she's been reminding and reminding, and it was placed on my spirit to remind as well. In case you're not hearing this, you need to hear this. Go into scripture and meditate because it's coming upon us. Like I said, we, we don't know the year, but we do know it is around, hmm, it is around a, a, a pagan ho uh, holiday, um, but we don't know what year it is. That's the one thing. Every every time it comes around, I'm, we've been told April. Okay, April is the Easter Sunday thing. Around that time, we have you know that's what we've been doing. We've been keeping an eye out. But every time it comes and passes, nothing happens. Okay, we keep looking for it when it does come. So we have to keep our eyes on it around that time because brothers and sisters, it is going to happen. We are in the end. Prophecy is going to be fulfilled. Okay. So I love you all. I thank you for your time. I hope and pray that, you know what I'm saying, you guys take this serious. This is no small thing. Oh, and um, I'll have to do another episode. You guys, prophecy is unfolding. It sure is. So I love you all, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Shalom.